back, listeners, to the Transcend Health podcast. You're here with Ollie, one of the physios here at Transcend, and I'm joined by the whole clinical team. I've got Luke here, the other physio, on his debut for the podcast. Welcome, Luke. Thanks for having me. And we've got Duncan, of course, the other physio. Howdy. And we have Jackie, the exercise physiologist at Transcend Health. And the resident female. And the resident female. It's <laughs> all <laughs> from our reception stuff. Token. <laughs> Uh, so we're here today to sort of talk about motivation um, and driving good habits around regular exercise. And I'm going to start this off with a bit of a quote here that we have from one of our grip class members who will remain anonymous. And the quote goes, my biggest problem my whole life has been mental strength, always procrastinating, addiction issues and emotional eating. I really need to find that spark as this is the missing link in my pathway to complete satisfaction with my health program. I think you guys, collectively, would be well-placed to do a podcast along these lines covering motivation, positive affirmation and self-talk, achievable goal-setting and mental strength, as you are all shining examples to us as members. Um, (laughs) And when I received that, I thought, gee, that's a lovely quote. It's (laughs) really nice to hear um, things like that. But of course, we as a clinical team, we're still human. We still face these challenges. Um, and I guess moving forward into this podcast, we just need to clarify that we're not psychologists. This is all just sort of anecdotal life experience ahead. Um, and, you know, while we are seen as great examples, we are still human and we still do suffer some struggles. Um, and the only other thing to note before we dive into this is I suppose that, you know, we are health and exercise professionals, so we are surrounded by this every day. And that probably spurs us along and keeps us, you know, motivated in that sense. Yeah, I think that keeps us accountable to mm-hmm. a degree, which is something we'll obviously talk about. Mm-hmm. That's one of the factors that yeah. probably helps us, I think. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I firstly just want to ask you guys, and we're going to pass the ball around a little bit here, but I want to ask what drives you to do regular exercise? Because I think this is a really good starting point. I'm going to start with Luke, he's on debut. (laughs) And I'm gonna ask you, Luke, because I know you do regular exercise yourself, we all do, um, in different forms. And I'm gonna ask you, what drives you to do that? And has it changed? Um, Yeah, it actually changes all the time. Um, I guess I have like short-term goals that, you know, kind of drive my motivation. Like say, I'm trying to do a handstand or trying to out deadlift you or something like that. Um, Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, so th- those kind of short-term goals help drive my, um, yeah, my exercise. Um, but in a long-term kind of thing, that really my main drive, I would say, would just be health and well-being, um, and just looking at longevity. So that's probably, yeah, where I'm coming from for long-term. Yeah, for sure. What about yourself, Duncan? Um, some similarities there with Luke I switch around disciplines a lot in terms of the type of training I've done over the years and still do Um, one is that I like to keep things a bit fresh so taking on a new project um, helps do that so learning a new skill or getting just like a powerlifting moves up like squats and deadlifts at the moment um, helps keep things fresh and motivating for me in the short term but again, if I look at the longer term view of, of why I do things, it probably comes back to a deeper personal philosophy for me where I want to approach my life in all aspects with a complete freedom, or at least that's the 
and that's the goal I'd like to get to, whether or not that's ever actually achievable is up for a lot of debate. But um, being physically capable and being able to go into a situation and feel comfortable um, with being able to perform, whether that's going to play tennis against someone or go for a run or pick up the furniture for a moving house without pain um, or, and knowing I can do it safely um, and freely and have that freedom, that's my main, my main driver. Um, but again, that's a, a deeper philosophy which I take through a lot of other aspects of my life. Um, Sounds good. We won't talk about that run you did in Vans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The running, the, I used to run a lot. I used to do a lot of distance running. I haven't for a long time. And, and anyone local to Transcend Health will know how much I tease Jackie about running um, or how much I, <laughs> I poo poo it. I, I actually really like it, but um, I put that on the record for now. <laughs> and Jackie, how about yourself? Yes. What drives you? So I think, um, you know, it gets a lot of airplay is having a goal and setting those big goals for myself. I, I'll find a, a new running event that I want to tackle, whether it's a distance, whether it's something with lots of elevation. Um, I'll be always looking for the next challenge and looking to, you know, what's the next one, what's the next one. That keeps it front of mind so I know that if I want to complete that distance or that event in particular, that I've got to do the training. And whether that's running or whether that's looking into something like the Spartan race, um, whether that's handstands, um, that's really what keeps me accountable and motivated every day. Um, but probably the deeper thing is how I want to show up in the world as an identity like this is the person I want to be and the person I be want to be does these things like they are consistent and diligent and hardworking and they are an athlete they're physically active and they do these healthy behaviors um, and just having that um, aspirational character is quite motivating for me like I'm pulled to that as opposed to like dragging my feet going I don't want it yeah 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 oh yeah. that's really interesting I haven't spoken to these guys about this before so this is quite enlightening to hear everybody's perspective and quite interesting to see different perspectives and different ideas coming through so that's really cool um, I guess for me I can definitely relate to all of you guys on different kind of levels um, my experience has been rooted in swimming competition swimming and so that's really been a main sort of regular exercise thing for me throughout my youth and then that kind of moved into um, weightlifting and strength and conditioning kind of work as I found that that was a weak part of my swimming and then it kind of took over because I really enjoyed it <laughs> so like you guys I do find small goals that I would like to strive towards at the moment I'm striving towards a thousand pounds total over, over three lifts, back squat, deadlift and bench press. Um, so I'm happy to work towards that. But in general, like, like you all, I really just want to maintain a healthy lifestyle uh, behind all that and you know, a few goals on the side and, and keep moving freely and feel as if I can do a variety of different things for as long as I can. So, like yeah. handstands? Like, yeah, well, handstands are, handstands are bottom of the list right next to running. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like what Duncan said, just if someone says, do you want to have a game of tennis or yeah, exactly. do you want to go rock climbing? Do you want to go for a run? Just mm. being capable to say yes to all of these things. It's nice to have a freedom. Yeah. I think yeah. we've all come across something like a, you know, a rope climb or something in the middle of the dense jungle in Vanuatu and we're like, hey, that looks like fun <laughs> to climb up. And it's like, you actually have the chance to give it a go and not be like, oh, oh hang on. Yeah. I don't know if I can. Yeah. It's um, certainly a freedom and not having to question your ability. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and there are obviously going to be limits along the way, however far you push it and, you know, with all of your limitations that you come across in life as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I was going to say there is I think that 
deeper philosophy that we all kind of touched on there is something that probably doesn't get talked about a lot in the mainstream and it's probably something that we realise due to our backgrounds in either competitive sport or for our uh, training to become physios and EPs is that we realise the way we can build freedom through exercise it's mm. like one path towards physical freedom through exercise so um, I think that might be a, a little take home perhaps yeah. for, mm. for the listeners yeah yeah absolutely Definitely. it's like a bank account right you put the deposits in you do the reps yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. cool so we sort of understand a little bit about what drives all of us now and, and and I started here because I think it's a really good starting point to develop motivation and good habits and therefore um, think about some potential goals in mind, right? And so the next point I actually want to ask you, we're going to go off on a little tangent here, is I want to ask you guys some first-hand experiences recently with some mental challenges or struggles. I know we've all... <laughs> Because we work together, we know a little bit about our lives and we've all probably challenged, been challenged with some of these as of late and whether you guys choose to share them or not, that's fine. Um, but I really wanted to bring this to the table to really clarify the fact that, hey, you know, we might look like these shining examples that are, you know, relentless with our regular exercise and our healthy diet and so on, but we are just human beings and we do struggle and I wanted to give you guys some examples. So again, we're going to go around the same order, starting with Luke, if you don't mind, Luke. Yeah, and I guess from the outside, it looks like, yeah, we're always motivated and wanting to do these things. But just like anyone else, it goes up and it goes down. So mm. I'll have periods where I'm super motivated, everything's working, and then days where I just don't want to do anything. 100%. My diet goes down. Like it's, yeah, it's definitely ebbs and flows. Um, recently, yeah, I've just had a little niggling injury. Um, and that's just yeah affected my whole motivation to you know to get into the gym and to do these kind of things so right. um, yeah so let's just further deep in, uh, dive into that how I guess some people would term that as a little bit of a failure right because they're not going constantly with their regular exercise they might get an injury like yourself you battled that you haven't been able to do or you haven't had the motivation to do the things that you want to do physically how did you, how do you feel about that sort of in inverted commas failure, which some people may call it, uh, I, I wouldn't personally, I call it an ebb and flow like you did. And has anything changed because of it mentally? Are you changing the way you think about that or what kind of strategies are you putting in play to get you back on the... Yeah, I guess it's kind of the, the two things I spoke about before, the, the long-term, um, deeper kind of reason why I want to do exercise and stuff is longevity and health. And then the short-term goals of yeah doing handstands or whatever thing I'm doing at that time. Yeah. Mm. And I guess when you have a niggling injury or something pops up, that really affects that short-term goal. Yeah. And that you know made me feel yeah pretty depressed and not being able to do the things I wanted to do. But then that's when you step back and say, well, what's my deeper why? It's you know the long-term health goals. So I can just you know relax into that and just you know, focus on just yep. getting myself back to health and being able to, to move freely again. Yeah, awesome. Duncan? Um, I'll talk a little bit about a recent challenge in a sec, but I just wanted to iterate on something with Luke said then, when we do have injuries and when we have to take that step back and look, and just a quick question for Luke is, I know when I've had niggles and injuries and I've had to adapt my training program, that doesn't necessarily mean you stop everything 
or sometimes your sessions, or for me, I know sometimes sessions turn into more rehab focused or lighter movement focus, but I still have the practice of doing some exercise. It's just not super intense strength work for that week or two. And then as I feel better, it ramps back up and I'm back to that. Is that kind of what happened with you? Yeah, 100%. Like, um, it just meant instead of doing, you know, weights and spending two hours on my hands, it just doing more yoga or, um, yeah, maybe go for a run or just do some different practices just to, um, yeah, to balance everything out again. So it doesn't mean stop doing everything. Just means making some some modifications. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Um, my recent challenge is a little bit different to Luke's. It's not really of a physical nature. So obviously we've been going through, still kind of are going through COVID. And I think that was a huge disruption for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, um, obviously Jackie and myself are the business owners and have a lot of responsibility to try and keep the business going through those times, um, which meant a lot extra workload going on there as well as um, I'm planning a wedding at the moment and there's all that going on outside of it. So lots and lots of balls in the air and um, I'm not an energizer bunny with a rechargeable battery and go to sleep <laughs> and I wake up bouncing again. Um, and I think it's important to take into account those other stresses that do zap our energy um, and how we can be kind to ourselves with, again, if we have that longer term why, as to how we approach our training and our physical practice. So for me during COVID, my training went from like five, six days a week of, and I was making good consistent progress with um, my strength movements and stuff for the six, nine months beforehand, and that pretty much stopped it. And again, like with an injury and like what Luke said, it got me down a little bit at the start. I'm like, I haven't done this session. I haven't done this part of my program. I haven't done that but where the demand was in my life at that point and still kind of is was elsewhere and I needed and had responsibility to put that energy elsewhere. But the good thing is, so I went to training once or twice a week at the absolute most. There may have been a couple of weeks where I didn't get to train at all, right? Um, Which isn't what I like to do and I don't make that a long-term habit. The other thing that I had in the back of my back pocket there is I knew how to just hit my main lift or two, get some work done, dust my hands of it and be able to walk away. As well as having uh, over years and years of years, a built up threshold of physical capacity or strength or whatever we want to call it. Um, That meant that even if I have short periods where I don't train a lot, just doing a little bit here and there keeps me at a good healthy level. And if my main goal is to, to have freedom in my physical body or, or life in general, then putting attention elsewhere but keeping everything on maintenance um, is kind of the priority in those times. So that's that's the recent thing for me. Yep. Yeah, spot on. Jackie? Okay, so uh, I'm pretty sure it's well known in the team, probably not really well known outside. I've kind of been through a bit of a six-week uh, downer. Like not really motivated. Um, Ollie knows that I didn't hit my deadlift. Or I didn't progress on my deadlift. So, in that six weeks, I suppose coronavirus things changing, lots of workload, lots of external stresses. Um, but when you're putting the work in, still. So I was still turning up to all my training sessions every week, um, feeling flat, feeling deflated, moody as hell. Like I think a lot of people recognise. You know, they've just been really just irritable and feeling, you know, horrible. Um, 
So you're putting the work in and you're, you're turning up and you feel like you're working really hard but you know you're not hitting your numbers and whether that's the weights or the reps or you're not getting the, the pace that you're wanting to do in your, your sprint efforts. Um, and then when you're retesting to even like have that come up again of like, oh hey, you actually you didn't progress, you, you failed, you didn't, like your training didn't work. That was, um, obviously it's really quite demotiv demotivating. Yeah. And in those moments, like it's also in winter and it's cold, so you kind of wake up and you're like, I don't feel like going yeah, today. Yeah. It's like, it's cold and bed's so comfy and I might've been a bit more, like when you're feeling down, you get a little bit more, a little bit less rigorous with your habits. You kind of let things slide off the table a bit. And so you might've stayed up watching Netflix or for me reading or just not being diligent with those actions. Um, so I found that that was really what was happening in that six weeks was just kind of like gradually letting things slide that I knew that if I just keep the reps up like it might be a tick the box like yes I turned up to the gym and did my deadlifts today like what Duncan said you do your base workout you turn up you do the bare minimum requirement but just keeping the habit and keeping the reps there because when you eventually come out of it and it is going to end it's never going to be permanent um, you can actually just restart and like build on the back of that action and like I suppose the saying is, is like people look for motivation before they take the action, whereas motivation actually comes after you take the action. The key is just that consistency in doing the reps, even when you don't feel like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can definitely relate to that as mm -hmm. well. I think you and me, a little bit differently to these guys, although these guys are definitely well sort of motivated down their, their goal lines. I mm -hmm. think you and me tend to think, right, well, we've got to do this particular workout and I've prescribed this load and there's no way in hell whatever, hell, whatever else is going on, I'm gonna do it, even though I feel really damn flat today. And I know that when you guys are on your game, you'd like that as well, um, but just lately, I think I can really relate to Jackie in that sense. Yeah. I find, you know, <laughs> particularly with COVID and everything, there's sort of other stresses going on, um, and it gets to the end of the day, it might be nighttime, it's cold as well as winter, and you think, gee, I just don't, I want to go home. I don't want to do an hour and a half workout of, you know, heavy deadlifts and squats, you know, I just don't think I've got it in me. But part of me says, hey, well, let's just tick that box or let's just give it a go. If you get halfway through it, then you're going to get to the end. Um, and that's fine and, and I can usually do that. But what I tend to run into is I'll overextend. So I'll push myself into that situation knowing that I'm already a bit fatigued, a bit worn out, a little bit not into it already, and I'll push it further, I'll complete the workout, whatever it takes, <laughs> uh, and then it'll get to the next day, I'll wake up, I'll, I'll feel crap, and then it'll get into the day, I'll feel a little bit better, and I'll think this is okay, and it'll just keep rolling like that until it gets to breaking point, and I start to sort of break down, or I don't hit my targets, and then for, for me, that feeds into a bit of depression as well. So I think, ah, oh, shit, I'm not performing, I'm not, um, achieving what I would like to achieve and it feels really damn horrible at the same time and mm -hmm. it's a cycle and it's something that I think I need to develop a little bit of mental strength around to say hey you know you're not you're not 100% right now you just need to pull back a little bit mm -hmm. take a leaf out of Duncan and, and Luke's book and say look just work on some other stuff because we can come back to that um, and that's sort of the battle that I face all the time <laughs> I think in that as well like the depression side is um, it's almost like you're you're failing in your identity yeah. a bit like yeah, yeah, these sure. guys are kind of general movers it's like they yeah. don't identify as an athlete and I think yeah, your yeah. past is a swimmer and then a power lifter yeah. and certainly my identity is a runner it's like when you can't do the thing right. or when you're not performing at the thing yeah, that exactly. is your primary target yeah. you're like 
your identity takes a hit and you're kind of a bit like... Well, what am I now? What you am know? I now? What's <laughs> yeah. the point? Like, I'm not performing. Like, yeah, yeah. And it takes a bit more of a personal note and it mm. makes it... You kind of make it mean something about yourself as a, an athlete or how well you can perform at things. You're like, what's the point? Yeah, 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 um, And it, it is. It's a bit of a skill to kind of, like, pull yourself out and go, like, oh, hang on. Like, yeah. yes, I'm a... Oh, excuse me, a runner, but I'm also not an Olympic athlete. Like, exactly right. We've got to bring ourselves back down to earth here. Yeah. <laughs> and like, take myself off that pedestal for a second and recognise that it's okay to like go sit in the bathtub with a glass of wine and fucking ice cream <laughs> on occasion. Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And like, just wallow a bit or take a week yeah. off. Or, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. It all ebbs and flows. We're not robots. We're just human. Mm. So I think that's a that's really good. It's nice to hear those first-hand experiences, um, especially for our member base, to really understand yeah. who we are behind uh, I guess the facade of work <laughs> um, but I guess in summary you know we we covered sort of what what drives regular exercise and I, I mentioned that because it's a good starting point and then it's good to um, create some nice achievable goals after that and and then I, I my little personal tip around this and I'm going to pass it back to you guys in a sec is to write it down write the goal down that you particularly have in mind and then revisit it along the way it's okay to sort of shift and, and move around, but if you're one of those people who gets a lot of enjoyment out of achieving goals and so on, um, and you might not even notice until you try, writing it down and revisiting, revisiting that goal is a lot better than just making a goal up on the spot verbally mm. and then never coming back to it. Um, surround yourself with other like minds is another tip from me, you know, coming right back to the start of the podcast. Here we are, we're all together, we're all regular exercises and that spurs us on to do so. So I guess in summary, I just want to go back around the circle just briefly because we're running out of time. Um, just some best advice and tips to, and, and in summary of what we've discussed. I guess yeah, when you're lacking motivation, um, just coming back to that, that deeper why, of, like, why do you want to do this in mm. the first place? What is your, your reason that you want to, want to move as, apart from those short term Mm. goals or skills that you're working on yeah. um, that always helps to kind of refocus me mm. yeah I think um, yeah there's always that come back to why I think it comes up again and again and again um, a lot for me in my life anyway but I think a couple of things which you touched on as well and I 100% agree with and something that we try and do here in the creation of the environment of Transcend Health is a community around you that's not necessarily they're going, yeah, you're the best, cheering you on, but somewhere to go to do the thing yeah. that gives you the result. Yeah. Um, it's like when everyone had to work from home recently and they'd go in their PJs and we saw all this like malaise and like demotivation because they weren't getting dressed up in their work uniform. They weren't going into the office to complete their their job and, and we see issues on the back end of that. So find somewhere that you like. Find some camaraderie, camaraderie as well. Camaraderie yeah. as well, camaraderie in there. And there will be a community out there for you, whether that's here with us, whether it's somewhere else in Newcastle or, or, or wherever, there will be something. Um, so keep looking. Um, make some form of ability to be accountable, which is where the writing the goal down and actually having it a bit more at the forefront can be, be really, really helpful. Um, but I also don't attach your, all your meaning to that because that's where the, yeah, exactly. the bad side, the flip yeah, side can exactly. come in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've seen that happen with clients and personally. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that's probably the two, the mm. two biggest things, basically, mm. I think, for me. 
think I suppose the first one is it's already being touched on is uh, you know the saying that you're know, the some of the five people you spend the most time with like having those people around you who are doing the things that you want to do makes the difference like if you want to be a runner go find a running group or have friends who are runners if you want to be a lifter go find people who are lifting and you might not train with them every single time you might do the same workout but on different days of the week but just the fact that you have those people you can touch base with and they might even be you know on Strava or on social media or whichever platform you're using that you can see what they're doing you feed off each other um, the other one that I find works well for me is there's a, a saying I like which is prepare for the start line so people will set a goal like and again running a marathon and they think about finishing a marathon but the magic is actually like the people who get to the start line of the marathon like 95% of those are going to finish it the thing that people fail on is getting to the start line so if you prepare for the start line prepare to do the action and all the little things that have to line up for you to get to the start line and whether that's your weekly workout or whether that's your like big event that you're doing that year it's like what do I need to do and if it's I need to prepare my kit the, the night before I need to make sure there's a water bottle ready in the fridge I need to make sure that my shoes are out by the doorstep I need to make sure that you know I'm not getting out of bed and starting from zero I'm getting out of the bed every morning and I'm at the start line or I'm finishing work and I'm at the start line that preparation means that you've got less decision fatigue you don't have to think about it at the time takes the strain off takes the strain off takes the stress away and you're just going to have that bit more energy to do the next action which is at that point do the work yeah, so cool. it's um just a really simple tip simple but it's you know it takes a bit of work to implement so yeah cool all right, the only other thing I'd add to that, just really quickly, is enjoy yourself. You know, it's one thing to strive for these really tough goals, but at the end of the day, if you're not having fun and you're not enjoying it, then I guess you didn't need to bring into question as to why you're doing it, unless you have some other uh, really strong motivator. Mm. Um, and as Duncan touched on, there are definitely a lot of variety of, of things out there for you exercise-wise. So, yeah, keep, keep looking for one until you find one that works for you. Um, but there you go, we might leave it there guys, I hope that was really helpful for you, a little bit of insight to the clinicians here at Transcend Health, and as always, any feedback is welcome, if you have any questions, just hit us up on the website, or on Instagram, Facebook, that kind of thing, and we'll see you in the next episode.